What's up, happy lifers? You're road tripping with Steve-O today, which is why I didn't get a podcast out last Monday, and I am so sorry about that. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, and I am super tired. In fact, <laughs> this morning, I woke up, and it was fairly early, uh, but I just laid in bed. And I knew I didn't get a podcast out last week, and where I'm staying is actually nice and quiet. It's a perfect timing to get the podcast done, but and I, and I really wanted to get it done, don't get me wrong, but there was another part of me that just wanted to <laughs> stay there and just lay in bed. I wasn't sure how to even decide what to do. When you're tired like that, for me anyway, it's hard for me to decide what to do. And then I remembered last week's podcast, Head Tales. So I tossed a coin. I thought, figured I'd let that coin decide whether I should get to work and record this episode or just continue to stay in bed. <laughs> Stupid coin. <laughs> I had to toss it like 10 times before I could finally stay in bed. <laughs> uh, well, the fact that I'm recording this episode will tell you how the toss really went. I tried to stay in bed, but I didn't. I got up instead. If you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, episode 281, Head Tales, uh, we talked about a coin and the coin toss and a coin when people say heads or tails. Well, coin isn't heads or tails. It's heads and tails. Just like us, we have a heads and a tails to us, to our life. We all have a good side and a bad side. We all have good and evil on the same coin. If a, if a coin only has one side, it's not really a coin. And the same is true with us. I mean, if we have a positive side, we have a negative side and they kind of correlate. I mean, if you have a big plus, you probably have a big minus. The good news is, is if you, if you think that you're, you got, you know, you've been looking at your negative side lately and just saying, man, I just got, I'm just so messed up in this area. I'm just so broken. I just, my minus is so big. Well, guess what? Your plus is really big too. So I've been thinking about this head tails and and our last episode and i i want to go deeper with it and and take it to another level and now i finally have some time to do it so i am going to do it uh in fact i invited joey and rachel from friends the tv show to give us their input (laughs) on the coin toss All all right let's play one more time okay and remember if i win you do not move to paris Okay, can't believe I'm risking this again, but you're on. All right, Joe, you remember the rules. Heads I win, tails you lose. Just flip. <laughs> Who loses 57 coin tosses in a row? <laughs> no. Heads she wins, tails I lose. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Heads, I win. 
tails, you lose. Man, that reminds me of my dad. My dad always said stuff like that. Every time we'd see a, a sign that said stop ahead, he'd say, stop ahead. Whose head should we stop? <laughs> Guess what? I inherited it. I drive my boys nuts too. I, but my dad was always saying things like that. Heads I win, tails you lose. And sometimes I caught on, but I didn't always. Sometimes I was like Joey from Friends, and he didn't catch on with what Rachel was trying to do. And <laughs> Like the time my dad was making homemade ice cream. Back in the day, they didn't have the electric ice cream makers. You had to crank it by hand. And you have to crank it a long time by hand. And so my dad was making homemade ice cream, and he was he was cranking, and all of a sudden he was just laboring trying to crank. He was like, mm, he was really really striving hard to get this thing cranked. And I was a teenager, and I was pretty cocky at that moment. Like, Dad, what's the matter? You can't turn the crank. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. So I just sat down and I grabbed the crank and I just started whipping it around. In fact, I started whipping it around so fast that I realized that that my dad was faking. There was. It wasn't hard to turn that thing. He was just made it look like it was difficult so that I would jump in there because he knew I would just jump in and show my old man how to do it. <laughs> and he got me. You know, what I thought was was so difficult to do really wasn't that difficult to do. That's why I want to go deeper on this coin flip thing. You know, sometimes the struggle that we're going through, it seems like it's really difficult, but it's really not that difficult. Sometimes all you have to do is just flip that coin. As I was thinking about doing this podcast and going over my mind, taking head tails to another level of tossing the coin and about how our coin is negative and positive, but it depends on which side we want to look at. Uh, when we flip the coin, one side is up and the other side is dark. The other side, you can't even see the side because the other side is down. It's still there, but you're not even seeing it because you can't see both sides of the coin at the same time. And as I'm thinking about that, I came across, I was listening to a podcast by this communicator, T.D. Jakes, said this it, he, on a podcast called The Beauty and the Beast, and it fit along perfectly. He said, on one hand, you got a blessing, and on the other hand, you have a barrenness. On one hand, you have a beauty, and on the other side, you got a burden. On one hand, it is the best of times, and on the other hand, it is the worst of times. Can you look and see the complexities of the beauty and the beast? And that's it. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I can't complain, but I can complain. There's, there's difficult things happening in my life. When someone says, how are you doing? It all depends on what side the coin lands on, what I'm going to tell them. Because last week, all I could see was the barrenness. All I could see was the beast. All I could see was the, the worst of times because I was in that. But when, when that happens, you have to flip the coin. When all you're seeing is the, the negative side of things, the tail side of things, so to speak. Let's just call tails the negative side and heads the positive side just for the sake of, of, of this podcast. It's funny, too, because I remember telling, had people tell me when I was younger that, you know, it's not 50-50. It lands on tails a lot more than on heads. And, and you know, I, always, I would always call tails because I, I believe that. And I don't know if it's true or not, but it, it seemed to work. And, you know, what truth is it's just easy to call tails more often. It just is. There's a thing called gravity out there that just wants to suck you down, right? It's, it's easy to go negative. It's, it's easy to flip that coin and have it land on tails and, and see all the negative stuff. But there, there comes a point where you need to flip the coin. 
that's how simple it is to go from my dad having this hard time cranking that ice cream and it looked so he was going through a difficult time, but it wasn't a difficult time at all. When I sat down there and started cranking that crank, I realized that I had been had, that my dad had tricked me, that it really wasn't that difficult. And really, sometimes the answer to a happy life or a discouraging life, the choice between being victorious and being a victim really comes down to the simplicity of what side of the coin are we going to look at? So I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about ways to flip that coin. Remember, if you got a big plus, you also have a big negative. And if you have a big negative and you're feeling really bad about yourself today, remember, you also have a big plus too. It's just time to flip that coin. And sometimes we need people to help us flip that coin. So I just want to give you five simple ways to flip that coin. The first thing that we got to do is we just... We need somebody to help us flip that coin. I mean, last week, that's what I did. I called several people that I consider coaches in my life, and they gave me the answer, but it was still difficult for me to grasp that answer. But when I finally did, everything kind of flipped for me just like that. The negative side that I was looking at was flipped over, and now I couldn't see it anymore. In fact, now it was in the dark. It was on the table. I couldn't see it. All I could see was the positive side of that coin. So if you want to flip that coin and you want to live a happier life and not be a victim, but you want to be a victor, you want to be happy and you don't want to be sad, flip the coin and find help to do that. That's one reason why why we started Happy Life Coaching at Happy Life Studios because we want to do more than just navigate your happy, help you find the path to happy. You want to do more than just activate and turn on your happy. We also want to advocate and walk alongside with you on that trail and help you get there because we all need somebody to help us find our happy, turn our happy on and walk alongside us to get to that happy. That's what I had last week with several people that I called. Just I was in a bad spot, and I knew I was in a bad spot, and that coin was so heavy, it felt like I couldn't even flip it. All I could see, and I kept trying to flip it to the positive, and I just I just was having the hardest time doing it. And, I, and when they gave me the answer, I said, I know, but how do I do that? And as they kept talking to me, they gave me the strength to just flip the coin. All of a sudden, it was just like when I took over that, that crank on that homemade ice cream maker that my dad was doing. And I just, it just, that fast. It just it was easy. It was just, when I finally flipped it, I was like, oh, it really isn't that difficult. But, but sometimes when we're in the middle of it, it is difficult. That's why we got to find somebody to help us flip that coin. So ways to flip the coin. Number one, find someone to help you flip that coin. We all need help. Number two, heads I win, tails you lose. Just like Rachel told Joey. That's true. When my coin is on heads, I win. I win. When when I'm seeing the positive part of my life, even though life might be difficult, even though a lot of scary stuff is going on, even a lot of difficult stuff is going on, if my coin has flipped the heads, you know what? I win. But also tails, you lose. When our coin has flipped the tails, most everyone around us loses. It affects not just us, but it affects the world around us. When, our, when all we're seeing is negative, we tend to affect other people around us. We got to speak life. There's an old statement out there. It's actually in the Bible that says, your tongue has the power of life or death, blessing or cursing. I can either curse people or I can bless people. 
the choice is up to me, but that just doesn't go for other people. That also goes for me as well. I can either curse myself or I can bless myself. A lot of that is what comes out of my mouth. When your body hears your mouth speak, it tends to react to that, positive or negative, blessing or cursing. That power is in my mouth. And I have to utilize it to turn things around for me to flip my coin. Because if my coin is on tails, not only do I lose, but most everyone around me loses too. You lose as well. We need to realize that that we need to speak life, to speak the positive, to speak blessing, not just upon all those around you, but especially upon yourself as well. Because when you begin to speak blessing on yourself, in other words... It's very easy to say, oh, I'm just not very good at that. I will never get this. I can't figure this thing out. I'm never going to get this. That's speaking really. That's, that's cursing yourself, telling you, and your body begins to react to that. goes, you're right. We're never going to figure this out. But when you begin to say, man, this is difficult, but I'm going to figure this out. You know what? There's something, a, a resilience inside of you that tends to rise up a little bit and says, you know what? He's right. It's like your heart responds to what your head is saying. Your head says, you know what? This may be difficult. But I am going to do this. I am going to make this happen. And then the, then your heart falls out and goes, yeah, let's figure that thing out. So heads I win, tails you lose simply means our tongue has a power to win or lose because our tongue has a power of life or death. So speak life. Heads I win, tails you lose. Speak life. Number three, wet paint, do not touch. Have you ever seen that sign? Wet paint, do not touch. Okay, maybe you're not built this way, but (laughs) I certainly am. And I think a lot of us really are. What do you want to do when you see a sign that says, do not touch? I've noticed lately in the last couple of years, I've noticed, and I used to have a professional painting company and I've noticed that I don't see wet paint, do not touch anymore. I just see a sign that says wet paint. You probably don't have to put the do not touch on there. Because you say wet paint, someone goes, oh, if I touch that, I'm going to get it on me. I'm not going to touch that. But the moment it says do not touch, you find yourself wanting to touch it just because it's telling you not to. <laughs> There's another statement that's in the Bible. So it's, it's old. It's been around a long time. And it says this, that perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love gets rid of fear. It casts it out. It ejects it from your mind. It ejects you from your body. When you're in perfect love, there is no reason to fear. There is no need to fear. When you're in perfect love, fear goes bye-bye. It's gone. But for me, I found myself a lot of times just concentrating on, oh, perfect love casts out fear. Okay, I got to get rid of this fear. And I kept looking at the tail sign, trying to flip that coin going, oh, I shouldn't be afraid. I can't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. Don't be afraid. When all I needed to do was focus on the love that was around me. Or even call up somebody and say, I need a little bit of love today. I need a little bit of encouragement today. Could you speak some love on me? Could you just speak some encouragement on me? Or find someone else that I can love in whatever way it is. It doesn't have to be a spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. It, it could just be a friend. It could be a neighbor. That There's so many different ways to love. But when I focus on loving, it's flipping that coin. When I focus on loving somebody else, doing something well for somebody else, my coin automatically flips. Fear goes away. In other words, what I'm trying to say, I don't know if I'm doing a very good job of explaining it, but instead of me trying to make fear go away, Instead of focusing on, I can't feel this way, I shouldn't be afraid, I can't be afraid, I can't be afraid, oh, don't, don't think that thought. Instead of thinking that, I just need to focus on loving somebody. For instance, my brain never stops working. 
it's always going. I can't just stop my brain. I can't just tell my brain, stop thinking negative thoughts, stop thinking. It just doesn't work for me. I just, sometimes when I'm in, that's where I was last week. That's why I had to call, phone a friend, right? That's why I had to phone a friend or two to get some coaching to get out of that thing because on my own, my brain is always going and it can go to negative so easy. But I learned something from somebody else whose brain is even more active than me. And I asked him, how do you handle that? He says, I go golfing. And I said, what? He said, yeah, I go golfing. He says, because when I go golfing, my brain's not going to stop. But when I'm golfing, all I'm focusing on is the golf game and not the other things that are going on in my life. And that's exactly what this is talking about here. When I focus on love, the fear goes away. And it's true because I've tried it. When I go golfing, I don't think about those other things anymore because I've got too much to think about with golfing because golfing can be a very complex, difficult game. I mean, it's, it's, it's a game they say that'll make a preacher swear. I mean, golfing can be really intense. So when I'm golfing, I'm not thinking about those other things. And when I get done golfing, sure, are those other things still there? Yeah, but you know what? My brain has had several hours to not think about those things. And now I'm more ready to take a look at that situation because I haven't been thinking on that for hours. I've been away from it. Sometimes, you know, you got to step away. It's like doing a puzzle. When you're doing a puzzle and you're looking at that one piece, where does that piece go? The more you look at the piece, the more it stares back at you and says, you're not going to find where I go. Where's Waldo? You know, where does that piece go? I can't find that piece. But then it gets late at night or you have to go somewhere. And so you go to bed or you, or you leave the house. And some, sometime you're just walking past. We have put on our kitchen table over the holidays, especially. You got the puzzles out. And sometimes I'll just walk past it and all of a sudden I'll see that piece and I'll know exactly where it goes. Because I stepped away from it. So instead of focusing on that one thing, focus on something else. And if you focus on love, the fear dissipates. It tends to go away. So find someone to help you flip that coin, number one. Number two, speak life. Heads I win, tails you lose. Number three, wet paint, do not touch. And number four, you just got to flip the script. The dictionary definition of flip the script is to reverse the usual or existing positions in a situation. Do something unexpected or revolutionary. CEOs have a thing called pattern disruption. And I'm sure it isn't just for CEOs either, but I learned this from another coach of mine. It's called pattern disruption. When you're stuck in a rut, even if it's you go to your closet and you rearrange your closet, if you have your, your shirts hanging this way, hang them the opposite way. For me, I have a lot of my dress pants on the right, and I have my shirts on the left, and then I have my short sleeve shirts. And then my, but if I flip those around and put the pants over, or my drawers, I, I flip my drawers around. I, I move the drawers to different drawers, and when I'm, I'm going to grab the socks for the morning, and all of a sudden I see shorts instead, what happens is it shocks me. I, 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 it, my brain has to, like, instead of just going through the motions, pulling out the drawer, grabbing my socks, even if it's just for a quick second, I go to grab a sock and there's no socks there. There's shorts there instead. And I, it stops me in my tracks and it makes me think, it makes me wake up a little bit inside. It makes me go, whoa, what's, where's the socks? Where the, and that pattern disruption, it helps me to flip the script. It's like, they, they call it shocking the pool. When you have a pool and it's starting to get algae in it or the pH balance is off, the pool actually can begin to smell. Sometimes life just begins to stink. It's because we're out of balance. When we're out of balance, 
what they do, they say you got to shock the pool. You got to throw more of that chlorine or more of those other chemicals or more of the salt salt in there. Whatever the chemical is that you use for your pool, but you sh- they call it shocking when you put an extra amount in there. It shocks the pool to go. Wait a minute, what's what's going on? It shocks them like a pattern disruption does. It shocks you, and it's what causes the algae, the stink to go away because when a pool is in balance, it doesn't smell anymore. When life stinks, sometimes we just need to we need to do something unexpected, something impulsive, something revolutionary, something we normally wouldn't do. We got to disrupt our normal pattern. That helps flip the script. It helps us flip the coin. And lastly, number five, complain, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, when people say, I can't complain, I want to say, well, sure you can. Let's talk a little bit. I can find something for you to complain. Don't tell me you can't complain because there's plenty to complain about. Like we said with TD Jakes, there's, there's lots of barrenness, not just blessing. There's lots of beast. Sometimes there's more beast than there is beauty. Sometimes the worst of times overshadows the best of times. So when people say, I can't complain, I want to go, well, sure you can. I can help you. We can always complain. So I was really shocked. When I was talking to someone who's always very up, they're the epitome of a happy life where they're always up. They're always speaking life. They're always being positive. They're always helping other people. They asked me how I was doing. So I told them how I was doing. And then I asked them how they were doing and they got honest and real with me. And they told me, and they said, it's very difficult right now. It's about as difficult and scary as I can imagine right now. What was going on in his life? And then we talked about complaining and he says, yeah, complain. There's nothing wrong with complaining. And I couldn't believe he said that because I never thought this guy would ever say that. He said, there's nothing wrong with complaining. Sometimes there's things out there to complain about. Instead of seeing the beauty, sometimes the beast is just huge and mean. Sometimes instead of seeing the blessing, all we can see in front of us is just barrenness. Sometimes the best of times has gone so far away and all we've been seeing is the worst of times for so long that, man, it's, it's hard to see anything but that. But it's okay to complain. I shared with him. He shared with me. We didn't hide how we're feeling. When he asked me how I was doing, I actually was honest. I got vulnerable and real with him. And that's an important part to flipping the coin is being vulnerable with people and allowing people to help you. Number one, find someone to help you flip that coin. That doesn't happen unless you show them your coin. Unless you show them the negative side, they can't help you flip it. And so you, you, it's, not, it's okay to complain. You don't hide or ignore your feelings. Bring them out in the open. Look at that coin. Look at those feelings. Be in the moment. It's difficult right now. Life is tough right now. Look at that side of the coin. To flip the coin, you got to look at it first. So look at that. Pick up that coin, look at it, analyze it. Look at that negative and then flip it over. It's not complaining that's the problem. It's how we complain. To complain and just say life is difficult right now is okay, especially when you say it's difficult now, but then you flip the coin. How are you doing? Oh, life is difficult right now, but you know what? I've made it through other things. I'm going to make it through this. See how you're complaining, but there's a positive side. You're flipping the coin in the complaint. So when you're, when you're complaining, when you look at the coin, you're looking at the coin with your thumb underneath it, getting ready to flip it. And if you can't do it, your thumb isn't strong enough. That coin feels like it's 85 pounds. <laughs> then go back to number one, find someone to help you flip that coin. 
go to them and be honest with them and open with them and tell them how difficult life is, but tell them how difficult life is and ask them to help you flip that coin. Don't just go in there to just complain, 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 complain to look at that side of the coin so that you can flip it to the other side of the coin. What I'm saying is don't be afraid to stare at the negative and look at that because sometimes when you stare at the negative, you realize it isn't as negative as you thought. It's just like my dad on that ice cream machine. <laughs> you know, I thought it just looked so difficult for him and I got in there and it wasn't difficult at all. I just got faked out. And sometimes we're getting faked out. The negative isn't as negative. If we just flip that coin, we begin to look at the negative and say, well, wait a minute, but what's the other side of this coin? Wait a minute. It could be a lot worse. There's people out there going through a lot more difficult things. I've gone through more difficult things and I've made it through. So when you complain with the purpose of flipping the coin, it's okay to complain whether you get help from somebody else or do it yourself. But when you complain, just to dive you deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into a negative moment, that's when the complaining goes south. It goes sour. So there you have it. Life is heads and tails. We got the beauty and the beast inside of us. Our coin is negative and positive. It's good and it's evil. They're both inside of us. We have both of those. The answer is what side of the coin we're going to flip. What side of the coin we're going to look at? Because when we're looking at the one side of the coin, the other side of the coin is down and it's dark. You can't even see it. Find someone to help you with that coin. Speak life. Don't focus on not thinking that way, but focus on something else instead. And you will be happy to flip the script and look at that coin. It's okay to complain. Yeah, things are tough, but. Yeah, I'm scared, but. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. If you would like some help flipping your coin and finding your happy, why not give Happy Life Coaching a try? You can email me directly at coaching at happylife.studio or leave a message on our Yo Stevo hotline at 425 200 Hayes, H A Y S. That's 425 200 4297. To learn more about Happy Life Coaching, go to www.happylife.lol. Now let's go flip some coins. Happy Life.